0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport Podcast. My name is Seth Hensley, and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face-to-face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so it is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires generation z to pursue marriage become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen serve with furious intentionality love well and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another to access my sources subscribe to the show or get your copy of my latest book visit anchor.fm seth hensley or check out the show notes of each episode Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 151 of the Restoring Rapport Podcast. We're super excited for the content we got planned out for you guys today, as always. This is a podcast about keeping marriage and family essential goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today we are going to be coming at you with the last half of the video review we started in the last episode. So if you did not catch that before you listen to this, make sure you go back and listen to the last episode, episode 150, where We began our reaction to a video entitled A Heated Debate on Marriage, Uh, and it was done on the Whatever Podcast, which is a podcast that is gaining steam rapidly uh, in culture today. So really excited to finish up this review. In the last episode, just to kind of summarize briefly what you heard, um, they started off by a young woman getting very upset at a, a young man for basically... Uh, kind of suggesting that marriage was similar to prostitution and that young women, the only reason that young women got married was to secure themselves a stable financial foundation uh, for the price of satisfying whatever sexual desire their husband had. And uh, we countered this argument in the past episode. Uh, I think it's a very, very um, distasteful argument because it is casting an extremely negative light on something that is one of the most brilliant saving graces for Generation Z and every generation before it, um, and that is marriage. I do not think marriage should ever be casted in a negative light, and anyone who does so uh, is somebody that is leading young people astray uh, from a road that they are intended for the majority of the time. Um, And again, I'm not going to get into uh, everybody's intended for marriage. Um, I do not believe that. I believe 99% maybe even 99.9% of people are intended for marriage. Uh, there are exceptions to this, um, but that it, it marriage is the general rule and should be our go-to. Uh, and because of that, I think it has a, a number of bene- benefits that I've discussed elsewhere. So that young man's argument um, that marriage was similar to prostitution, really re- we really came down hard on that in the last episode. Of course, no disrespect to the young man, um, just countering the argument because I believe it to be a harmful one they moved on into discussing um only fans and kind of the nature of that going on a lot of the videos that gen, gen z is making on youtube centers around whether or not only fans is a viable career a good career choice for young women in particular um, we we gave kind of our two cents on that in the last episode. Reviewed the arguments presented by both sides. Uh, it was an interesting episode all around. But today we're going to pick up right where we left off. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it.
1: Look at like maybe not couples for you. who have been like. Would you people... marry a single mom? There's people in, in people... shitty relationships. No, I know. I know. exactly. Like you're, if I'm you have I'm a now, single mom. Of course no one is gonna about. you will, like when i have her again you schooling? are describing Long hey, hey guys you are guys, guys guys guys, fairy guys, fairy guys, guys guys well, guys galera, guys 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 one one at a time please one at a, a time you're describing marriage as a death sentence where it's like oh you're stuck in this miserable marriage if you look at like couples who have been in abusive scenarios like alcoholism gambling debt cheating uh, like even abuse in some cases 80 percent of those couples report being happier with each other five years later it's yeah. a matter of, I think, being able to like stick to it, Endure. instead of just immediately being like, "I'm on film. I oh, want those a divorce." Are I those are the ones sure that just get a gap right? So,
0: I but mean, I'm just saying that, like, it's easier the, to walk. Yeah, it's it's easier to
1: walk away from doing OnlyFans at 18 or 19 than it is to have an accidental travel with a guy that you end up not. Why are you so critical of conservative arrangements? But the moment somebody brings up your arrangement, you go off on a tangent for about 40 minutes. Well, I don't recommend Why? my arrangement to other people. No, I one Hold on, wait, number two. All I'm saying is that with the way the world exists today there are massive benefits conferred upon you with a college education, right? We need Agreed. more education today to succeed in the world than we ever have. So making huge, life-altering decisions From at Mother 18 or 19 me. is really scary. And to say Wait, that like... Hold on. Uh,
0: wow. it. Wow. Um, okay, so a lot happened there. Uh, number one, the man in the purple, for those of you who are subscribed to the show, you can see the video platform that we, uh, we offer. The man in the purple here seems to be suggesting... Um, then I actually liked this, that, uh, you, instead of just saying, I'm unfulfilled this, this week, I should exit the marriage, that maybe you should actually endure to use the words of the man in the suit and stick it out, uh, which I totally agree with. A divorce should not be your first go-to option. I don't see anything wrong or heretical about that statement. I think it's pretty common sense, pretty logical. After all, you did swear to spend the entirety of your life with this person. Uh, so backing out of that, you know, is is never a good road. It's never a good move. And, you know, I'm not getting into the necessity of divorce. Sometimes I'm sure it is necessary, necessary, particularly in cases of abuse or uh, neglect or something like that. But I'm talking about the majority of cases, and even in cases where a divorce is necessary, that's never a good option. That's that's that was that that's never a good thing. That has devastating consequences for both parties involved and children. So that's never that's never a good thing um, to do. And again, I'm not slamming people who've had a divorce. When I say that, I talk about really sensitive issues, guys, which makes it really hard to you know point out statistics or point out people's experiences who have had you know very bad divorce experiences and. You know, I see a lot of divorces in my life, and those people go through a lot of crazy stuff. They go through a lot of hard stuff because of that uh, that decision. So I I really do come down hard on divorce because it does cause harm in people's lives. It's never a good thing, but I'm not condemning you or guilt-tripping you if you have had one. That's not the purpose of the show. I'm simply trying to prevent the youngest generation, Gen Z, from repeating the mistakes of the former generation um in their relational lives. So moving on though, the young man in the blue with the blue hair uh came back to which I think the, the young lady with the rose in her hair had a wonderful point, and that is she asked the man in the blue, with the blue hair, why do you uh react when somebody um you know says something against your worldview, but you so easily condemn the worldview of conservatives and i think that was a brilliant question because a lot of i think a lot of the times uh we get re and i'm not even talking about conservative and liberal here i'm talking about just people in general we get reactionary and we and i'm not i'm not you know immune from this this is a mistake i make too we get reactionary when somebody challenges our worldview and we we you know we'll we'll defend it for 40 minutes um and, but we will also, you know, go around doing the same for others. And it's really, it's a big mistake that we make. And it's a little bit based in uh, maybe a pass of people attacking us or something. I don't know what it, exactly it is. But um, it, it, we find it very easily to condemn the worldview of others, right? But when they do the same thing to us, we react. We react. So it's, it's, it's kind of a double standard that I think this young man with the blue hair is holding. And I think it's a, I think it's a good, Good point out there by the, the young lady. So, uh, But he said, he went on to say that it's really extremely important to have a college degree in today's culture. And I actually, I mean, I don't know where he's getting that. I think that's totally, you know, way, way off, the, off base. Um, I think it's less necessary today to have, a college, to have a college degree than it ever has been. And that college is kind of a dying institution, a thing of the past, something that people are doing now out of social obligation or something. I really do. Um, especially through all the new certifications that you can get for much cheaper. Uh, vocational schools, um, you know, higher education that doesn't involve paying $30,000 in tuition to a college institution. Uh, Google is now offering classes that they will hire and treat you as if you have a bachelor degree if you complete. Uh, so there are lots of alternatives to college degrees that you can get, especially associates degrees that you can get through um, vocational ed schools or things like that, There, where you can make a lot of money if you're just simply willing to put in two years of your life and far less money than if you were to go to a liberal arts institution. So I definitely disagree with that young man that college is necessary in order to make money today. That's definitely not my experience. Uh, I have a bachelor's and I will start off, and I'm not shy about this, I'll start off making 40 to 44,000 a year as a teacher. and you might say, well, teaching is not a career with a lot of money. That's true. Uh, and I understand that. And you can go to college in a couple fields and make a lot of money. For example, the medical field or, um, nursing or, which I guess is the medical field or maybe something in computers. Uh, potentially. But again, those are very, very niche specific examples. Uh, People who think that the only way to make money is in the medical field or in, you know, computers, they're just, they have a narrow view of reality. There's a lot more ways to make money. And that is dependent on your geographical area. Yes, I live in a very rural area. So there are limited options as far as um, what good jobs are. Um, there's only so many good jobs available in the area. So I had to choose based on those good jobs. um, what I thought was the best one for me. And that's what I ended up doing. And that did involve college for me. So I'm not going to sling guilt on people for going for college. I did the same, but again, I don't think it's the only road. I think he's totally off base there. Moving on. Hi guys. This is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question.
1: Age at 18 or 19 or even younger sometimes is a huge decision with permanent consequences because you're saddling yourself with potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Yes, but the Again, aggregate.
0: You do not have to saddle yourself with hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to get married young. I'm getting married young. I have zero dollars in debt. I've completed college. I have a car. I have zero dollars in debt zero. Never had any debt in my entire life. I am building credit using a credit card that I use for gas and small purchases that I pay off as soon as I finish the purchase. Um, and the only reason I do that is to build credit for my mortgage, my house payment that's going to be coming up soon. I want to have good credits so that I'm able to get a loan if I need it. There are other ways of getting a house that don't involve going through a bank and getting a loan, but I wanted to have that as a backup, right? So I am using credit, but I have zero dollars in debt. And I pay off the credit as soon as I use it, guys. Uh, to, to assume that getting married young automatically comes with hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt is, is off base.
1: Is a $1 million difference earnings potential between you and a high school graduate? It's, it's one of the very few paths in society that is like almost guaranteed to be success. Now, I do agree that it might not be for everybody, in which case I say going yeah, to college. is almost a guarantee of success. Yes. Absolutely. What does aggregate uh, mean? Aggregate means that if you calculate <laughs> all of the earnings of people that graduate from high school, you compare to all the earnings of people that graduate uh, with a four-year degree in college, yeah. the aggregate earning is a million dollars over the lifetime. Uh, even for shitty gender studies degrees and your liberal arts degrees, even those people out earn high school graduates. Well, thank um, goodness. So, Earlier in the conversation, so can we, we can agreed we, we, on the value of going into yeah, the trades. Yeah, I agree. But I'm just saying that like with the as complicated as life is today. We don't like... We're not done learning history at 14 and then running our father's farm stuff at 15, 16 and then having families at 18, 19. We, we kind of need to jump into the world and figure out like what's going on and to make decisions about like having families and all of that, generally like 18 or 19, you're probably not going to be there can to we, do can it. We, like-
0: uh, Shout out to the, the, I think, who is the host of the show, the young man in the black striped t-shirt there uh, for saying that he agreed that vocational schools, the trades were a good option to go into as far as education goes. I would... I think he's on the money there as far as uh, being smart about your decisions early in life. You're talking about a two-year degree for something that you can make, you know, three, six digits a year for. I mean, that's 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 wonderful, even in a rural area. I know people who do that. So that's brilliant. Again, I don't know about the working hours or environment or anything like that in those jobs, but I think he's right on the money there as far as um, the financial prosperity goes, uh, being a young person and making lots of money. <clears throat> The young man in the blue uh, i'm totally with the blue hair I'm totally not understanding where he's coming from here. He's talking about the importance of college degrees, and again i just I feel like I just talked about that in the last one. I feel like it's less necessary than ever, especially with everybody having access to online jobs and the internet um a college degrees seem to be less and less uh, necessary, and again, just because you have a college degree does does not ensure that you're going to be able to find a job um, in your field. So I, I don't really see where he's going there. And I, I, have, I have, I have heard that statistic pointed out by colleges a lot, but again, they're not exactly an unbiased, you know, source when it comes to the importance of going to college. So I, I again, this is a complicated issue. I don't think he can just throw out the <clears throat> statement that college is the only way to make money. And he didn't exactly say that, but he said, you're more likely to make money if you go to college, which I don't even know if it's true anymore. I want to know how old that statistic is, where he's getting it, that kind of thing. Um, and again, he, he said that you needed to find a way, find out how the world works and and uh, do that before you quote unquote figured out if you wanted to have a family or not. And again, we're staunchly against that, against that worldview on the show, figuring out whether you not have a fan, whether you want, whether or not you want to have a family is not really something that you should do. Um, it's actually a road that most of you should take, regardless of whether or not you want to, uh, it you know, just because you don't want to do something doesn't mean you're necessarily, uh, you necessarily should. Condemn that idea. And family, I think, is one of those things. Getting married is one of those things. Uh, It's simply better for you. You're usually, on average, healthier, especially if you're a male, um, to get married than you would be to remain alone. And there are huge – like, there's a huge gap in your health, your earnings, your financial stability – um, your emotional health, your mental health, all these things, even your physical health, actually, uh, people who are married are usually far healthier than people who are single as far as uh, males go. So it's definitely a good option if you're a male. Uh, for women, as we pointed out last week, it's similar, but there is the caveat from the statistics and studies that I've seen, there is the caveat of young women who are in bad marriages are actually worse off than they were when they were single. Uh, so you do have to be careful then of that as a young woman. But Um, I do think it's important to know that people in general are usually happier. They're far happier guys when they're married uh, than when they're single. There's this idea going around that 50% of marriages end in divorce and even more than that are unhappy ones. And uh, I think that's totally off base, especially because that statistic is actually a projection that was done and not a measurement of actual marriage numbers. Um, I've heard from professional marriage counselors that the real divorce rate is nowhere near 50% for the country. And I'm Guarantee you that that goes down far less for the Christian community. So it really is not something to consider when you're considering getting married, guys. You have the the choice, the ability to say divorce is not an option for me, and I will not be getting one with my spouse. Now, your spouse, oh, there is always the off chance that they go uh, off the rails and decide to leave you. That's not within your control. But again, you can be very careful in choosing a spouse. Right? You can be very careful in your choice to minimize the chances that somebody will ever leave you. And so that's what I would kind of remind this guy of. Marriage is a great choice, comes with lots of health benefits, shouldn't be really something that you need to consider whether or not you want to do. The odds are, like, the odds are extremely in favor of you getting married.
1: In your, like, early, mid-20s, I think you're, like, more equipped to make that Can we all at the table just, like, unanimously agree, like, Probably starting OnlyFans at eighteen and nineteen not a good idea. Can we agree with as that? As long as we can agree that, that starting okay? a family at 18 19, also a bad idea. That's not sure. Sure. true. Sure. It, it, only, it, it okay. works out for only people. It works out for OnlyFans too. but more people. Wait, hold on. More people. It's
0: structured f- in a way where that's
1: no longer facilitated yeah. for
0: young people. Okay, more. so the argument what? was just made that uh, you know the everyone at the table could agree that starting OnlyFans at eighteen was a bad idea if getting married at 18 or 19 was a bad idea too. <laughs> and both sides that said sometimes it works out. Well, I would just like to point out that the, the probability of succeeding in OnlyFans is very small. Like, I'm talking very small. I just listened to a debate by Jordan Peterson and somebody, I can't remember who else on this issue, but um, there's like less than 1% of and this is true of really any business model less than one percent actually of people actually make it big so if you're going to start out in an industry that exposes your body naked on the internet with a one percent chance that you will actually get rich (laughs) that's not a good idea and it comes with serious consequences if you don't make it big right so let's let's talk about that like He's comparing OnlyFans and getting married young as if the consequences of either road are similar, and which is ridiculous. That's absolutely insane. The consequences of starting an OnlyFans account are far higher than the consequences of getting married young. And there are some pretty pretty major consequences to getting married young that can't go wrong um that doesn't mean it's not a good road in fact i argue that it is most uh, really often a, a really good road and is a good road to pursue for young people but he's he's comparing the two like the risk is the same like the risk of starting only fans is the same as the risk of getting married young which is absolutely ridiculous again no offense to this young man but having uh if you upload a video of yourself naked um to the internet doing things that you wouldn't want people some people to see, uh, that, and that with the small chance of, of, of you making it big and getting rich off of that, that is, uh, you are making yourself vulnerable to, uh, huge humiliation, public humiliation. Um, you're making yourself vulnerable to huge, uh, difficulty in finding a spouse if you ever decide you want to get married in the future. You're making yourself vulnerable to huge accusation and cruelty, unfortunately. People are not very kind um to people who have a past in the porn industry which makes me very sad but uh, again it is just not a good road to go into guys it's it's and i would say it's unethical it's immoral uh, and again no condemnation for anybody who's done that i'm just saying um there there are consequences to this there are consequences to this if you give that access to you if you give sexual access to you to every man in the world but you know proverbially like a- anyone who subscribes like if you give them access to that you are making yourself vulnerable to to just really terrible things a uh, uh, revenge porn uh, you can never erase that it's out there forever guys it's out there forever and uh the consequences to getting very young let's talk about those Uh, Financial difficulty, maybe, uh, you know, finding it hard to, you know, make your way in the world, you know, eating uh, cheap food and uh, having cheap rent and that kind of thing. Like that is a far less severe consequence than, um, you know, basically finding it hard to get a spouse for the rest of your life, being publicly shamed every time you show your face in public, um, you know getting over the trauma that you probably had for being a sexual object to millions of viewers. I mean, all this stuff is just, uh, the, the, the two cannot be compared. The two cannot be compared. So it is absolutely a fine and good idea to get married at a young age much, many times for young people. That is a good road. Uh, if that was the case for me. I wish I would have actually gotten married younger than I'm going to. I'm getting married on July 13th this year, and I wish I'd have actually gotten married younger um, than I than I did. And uh, so that's a great road for many people. I know many, many young, ha- happy, very healthy couples who got married at a young age and are financially fine. They're doing well, um, and they're doing they're they're living their best life together. That you know that's a huge benefit. You get to live with your spouse longer than you would um, if you lived alone. And and so this guy keeps saying that the consequences are similar. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. That's far off base. So moving on.
1: Or yeah because cool. women have the opportunity to pick good relationships and not just be married off to some guy and have no chance but to work or get educated. Okay.
0: I'm pretty sure this guy is living in a past era. He just talked about women being married off and having no chance to pursue education or anything. It sounds like he's living uh, in a bygone century when arranged marriages were still a thing. And uh, also, arranged marriages are are not as bad as you think. They do come with benefits. For example, it's very difficult to find a spouse in the terrible dating market of, of today. Arranged marriages actually provide you with an option, you know. And you obviously should have the freedom to decline that option, but at least it's an option. Like, it's very difficult to find uh, people of a similar worldview uh, to yourself in in the world today. So arranged marriages do come with that benefit, but I, I do think you should have the choice to do it because, again, the choice to marry should be Um, You should be the one that's actually promising something, not your parents. Uh, Again, you should be the one that's promising something to your spouse, not your parents. That's your personal responsibility because your parents cannot be blamed for your divorce. Divorce—that That is you. Only you can be um, blamed or congratulated for the quality of your marriage because of the work that you put in or not put into it hi guys i want to take a quick break and tell you about an opportunity that you guys have as listeners to become subscribers of this podcast now in order to become a sub all you have to do is follow the subscribe link in the show notes found in the description of each episode and when you subscribe you'll get access to exclusive material including additional interviews all of my spoken word poetry pieces all of my dramatized allegorical short stories and even more of my article readings okay so lots of content will be available to you that won't be available to anyone else subscribing to the show only costs five dollars a month which is less than most people spend on their lunch at work every day okay so you won't even notice it disappearing from your bank account if you enjoy listening to the show and you're looking for an opportunity to financially support the content you care about this is your chance okay follow the link in the show notes to become a sub thank you so much for choosing this show to listen to, and now, without further ado, let's get back to the episode. So, I do disagree with that part of arra- arranged marriages, uh, but again, this guy's acting like it's still happening today. I've never heard of a single person in the world today uh, who is who has been subjects to an arranged marriage that they did not want to enter. I mean, that's an absolutely preposterous statement. That I don't know where this guy's why this guy's bringing that up.
1: More today, more they people yeah, more then, people too. more people fail at having a successful OnlyFans career than they do at true. starting a family though. Uh, that might be true. No, yeah, that see, might be found true, found but the Richard's penalty them, for failing OnlyFans up up fans is maybe if you fail First of all, if you fail OnlyFans, chances are nobody's ever going to find your fucking nudes, okay? Because there's a million girls at OnlyFans that nobody knows. And you're not your own name yeah. either. <laughs> number one, Two. number one. But also, True. even if they did, yeah. the penalty for failing True. in OnlyFans is a lot less than the penalty for failing in marriage. True, when but when try. you <laughs> do fail in OnlyFans, it's a gigantic F. Like, yeah, and everybody... when you do fail in marriage, your kid is fucking Ted Bundy or something. Or fucking Hitler. okay <laughs> <at least> <laughs> when <laughs> someone's marriage fails, they were trying to do something good and build something in society that matters, if you fail at doing OnlyFans, you fail at doing something stupid and evil. Yeah, if you're trying to you're build, build a narrative. Oh, my goodness,
0: there was a lot said there. I totally agree with the the. Uh, I don't agree again with the way the young lady presented herself, but I do agree with her worldview there. <clears throat> that young he, the guy said that there are serious consequences to a disastrous marriage. Yes, there are, but those are the results of choice uh, rather than fate. Right, only fans, you know, there's no guarantee you're going to make it in that. And if you do, right? If you do, it's just a chance. If you do, then he said the consequences worth that. Serious. I'm I'm sorry. How do you think it's not serious to have, you know, naked videos of you on the internet? I don't care if you used a fake name or anything. It's still you. Everybody's going to see that. Like, I mean, you guys go listen to stories of former porn performers who were, you know, either human trafficked into the industry or started out doing it and then changed their mind quickly, but their videos were not taken down uh from the from porn websites. Guys, they don't want to show their face in public. They're afraid of somebody recognizing recognizing them, and it's an extremely awkward social situation for them. Um it it really is. So I don't understand why he's saying the consequences for starting OnlyFans are not severe. They definitely are. As far as the consequences for starting a marriage and family, Again, the statistics of you succeeding in that are way, way higher than you succeeding in OnlyFans, as the gentleman in the suit pointed out. Both consequences are severe, yes, but in one, you, you give lasting work. You pour yourself into the next generation, Right. You pour yourself into the next generation. You build a marriage with somebody that has the potential to be one of the best ways you can possibly spend your life. Romantic relationships, to to quote Dr. Peterson, are one of the most fulfilling ways you can spend your life. So if you have a shot at that, my gosh, take it, especially if you have a good shot at it, right? Um, you know people think that you're doomed for divorce if you get married in the world today which is so sad because they're saying that off of their own personal experience a very few people amount of people are saying that off of their own personal experience their own um, situation of seeing their parents in a terrible living situation divorcing each other that kind of thing Uh, that is not your experience does not dictate truth that is not reality arguing against marriage because your parents got a divorce is is ridiculous it's like somebody who's um, you know whose parent died in a in a plane crash saying that we should ban flights. I mean, it's, it's really, it's nothing, it, there is risk involved. But at some point, you have to measure the value that you're getting and say, is this worth it? Is it worth the risk? Marriage is worth the risk a million times over. Starting an OnlyFans account is not, right? Starting an OnlyFans account is not.
1: Oh, disgusting. if yourself? you try to build a marriage for society, you suck at relationships and you shouldn't even be trying to have kids Because what a horrible way to contribute children to the world by saying I'm making a better world You should do it because you love the person because you want to have a child because you have love for that child yeah. Disagree. You just want to build Disagree. a oh, Here's why. oh, yeah, I agree. I agree that you should have children because you love the person and because you want to bring children into the world with that person However, from the biblical perspective, which i'm not <laughs> a religious man yeah i know i i know you're not but the, the counterpoint that i want to make is psalm chapter 127 verse 4 says that the children of a man's youth 18 19 20 21 22 all the way into his 30s the children of a man's youth are like arrows in the hands of a warrior okay from our perspective
0: the psalms, or the the
1: psalms perspective. chapter 127 verse 4 from my perspective, and I assume there's as well, we are in a spiritual war, and and, and it is a war. Yes, Je- hell, Jesus, is <laughs> Jesus is correct. Jesus correct. He is the king that enemies. leads people. he's the king that leads people to either. Wait, habit... I'm curious. If, uh, if there was like an Islamic person that was talking to you, trying to like convince you about like Islamic beliefs, would you like be open to that, or would you feel like, con- why are you talking to me? I have conversations. I'm, I'm Christi- like, I'm I have Christians, conversations right? with Muslims You're all Christian. the time. Some of the best people I know no, are. True. Also, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. The she point. Said the point, point B. B. Wait, wait, wait. She the said, point. B. B. Hold, hold on, wait. No.
0: She hold on. Brian, intervene. Who <laughs> the, has the right the, to argue? The, the, the point. <laughs> the point One is that there time, is there,
1: there is there is a a good motivation for having children in terms of the societal Yeah, to populate the world with our In the sense that you can send more virtuous and godly people out into society. I got you. You made the
0: it's not just about populating the world with more Christians. That's again, the, the young man in the blue hair here is really getting a little bit inflammatory. And I think he's doing it because he's being provoked by the young woman with the blonde hair. And honestly, I don't blame him, but I don't, that doesn't mean I'm excusing his, his uh, mannerism here either. The, the young man, the host there talking about the verse in Psalms about um, children of the youth are as heirs in the hand of a mighty man. Totally a fine point about launching uh, people into the world who are capable of making brilliant change and contributing to the growth of society the young man in the blue hair should have no problem whatsoever with that statement it is absolutely logical it's absolutely reasonable and you know the arguments against it such as overpopulation and people being consumers instead of contributors is absolute bs uh, people who if you raise children right raise up a child and- in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. That's another scriptural verse that would be in support of the principle that if you raise up a child to be a contributor, they will contribute to the growth of society. They will be a functioning member capable of bringing good things to not only their family, but their community and through the community of the world. So I think that is something that is a brilliant point on the part of the host that was brought up. And, um, and again, the young lady, I think, is making this a little difficult by throwing slurs in about enemies and uh, just things like that. It's very, very, very... Uh, I, sh- I think she's shooting herself in the foot. She's shooting her own side in the foot by saying that. And the young man in the blue hair is just a reactionary who had, a, who grew up... I'll probably... I'll just try and summarize his life here for you. The odds are he grew up in a poor Christian household uh, with a poor, um, probably an absent father, uh, zero, good, zero good marriage influences in his life. He probably did not see a single good marriage growing up in his close community. So he grew up to condemn marriage as a good idea, rejected his faith entirely because of the way he was treated in his Christian community. Which goodness, I feel terrible for him there. And but my point is, he's he's a re, he's a reactionary because he was treated bad. He's reacting. He's. I don't think he ha, I don't think he has an a um, unbi. I think he's a very clouded lens uh, through which he sees truth because of the poor choices of those around him. In his life growing up. And again, this could I could be totally wrong. And I feel I feel terrible for this man. But I am coming really down really hard against the the idea that having children and starting a family and getting married is, you know, often not a good idea. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And I think the young man there, um, the host gave a really good explanation as to why. Launching contributors into the world helps everybody. Launching good children into the world helps everybody. And again, whether or not you raise good children is your choice. But the solution is not stop your line with you. The arrogance of, again, I'm going to say this as I said in the last episode, you are the result of generations before you, countless generations before you saying yes to getting married and having children. For it to end with you is almost arrogant. For you to think, what has been done for a hundred, hundreds of years is wrong. I know better than all the people who came before me, and I'm going to avoid getting married and having children because I think it's best. It's arrogant. It's arrogant, and there are serious consequences to that, to, to saying my line ends with me, and I will not launch contributors into the world. I will not pour myself into the younger generation. I will not invest in a child that I um, love because to, and, and to use the excuse that I could mess it up Uh, is ridiculous everybody could have messed it up but they did it they did it and that's why you're here um so i think the the guy in the striped shirt had a brilliant point there uh guys that's where we're going to wrap up this video this debate is kind of uh, drawing to a close and hope you've enjoyed. If you have, reach out and let us know what you thought have a link in the show notes. You can send us a personalized audio voice message giving, a, giving us a question, comment, feedback, or your story. We'd love to hear those. It makes us feel super connected to our audience. You can also follow the Restoring Report podcast on Instagram and Facebook if you are interested in the content we post there as well. So thank you guys so much for listening today, and we will talk to you next time.